are Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo pushing each other to be better pitchers. Just how good is Jose Barrero? Larry Ward, the voice of the Chattanooga Lookouts, answers all that and more on today's Locked on Reds. Let's go. You are Locked on Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Reds your hashtag first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I'm your host, Jeff Carr, alongside co-host Stephen Offenbaker, and we are the Reds addicts who have turned our addiction into information for you. On today's podcast, Hunter Green and Nick Ladello are poised to be big contributors to the Reds pitching staff in 2022. Larry Ward, play-by-play voice of the Chattanooga Lookouts, is here to talk about them and other exciting players for the Reds' future. Let's jump into that conversation. We are privileged and very honored to be joined by the voice of the Chattanooga Lookouts. He is Larry Ward. He's been calling lookout games for quite a few years. Larry, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, how is everything going for you this offseason? Well, uh, let's see. Uh, I put up a new greenhouse. Lots of plants in it. I have the uh, sun lamp on. Um, we've had to, we've gotten to travel a little bit this a little bit more this year than last i fed the bird feeders yesterday so i won't get interrupted today and you can't put the wa- water in the uh, uh, watering thing uh, for the birds because it just freezes over at night so uh, other than that uh, things have gone well as a matter of fact it's no it's in the winter time i have been involved for almost two and a half decades uh, with the uh, University of Tennessee Chattanooga women's basketball team. Oh, nice. I put them on the air many, many years ago, uh, kind of stepped aside for a while and then came back in 2001. And it's been fun. It's So my, my hobby continues in the winter as well as in the spring and summer and early fall. And I call it my hobby. I can't call it work. Uh, I tried that one time and somebody said, you don't work for a living. What are you talking about? <laughs> you go to ball games and uh, they're right. That's exactly what I do is go to baseball games or go to ball games. And uh, we celebrated 50 years this last year of being in broadcasting, uh, which is kind of neat. 40 of it. Most of it has been in baseball uh, in one form or another, uh, but it's fun to dabble a little bit. I'm not, I'm not a very good basketball announcer. Um, I mean, 24 years later, I'm still doing UTC. So apparently I have something on somebody and I don't know it. So I don't It sounds, sounds like you might have a knack for that. <laughs> it's it. I, I fell into broadcasting sim, uh, really by accident. I was in the, um, uh, after I came off the ranch, went to a community college, blah, blah, blah. So long story short, I was in the shoe business. I was managing a shoe store, a friend of, of mine who, uh, called on me to sell advertising, was leaving town. He was going to Portland, uh, Oregon. And he said, hey, the manager of the station wants you to come by and talk to him about uh, working at the radio station, daytime radio station in the Dallas, Oregon. And the uh, I, next thing I know, there I was. Uh, and and uh, from there to McMinnville to uh, Tucson to Jacksonville and all stops in between i guess chattanooga has been like going home uh, to eastern oregon quite frankly uh it's it, but it's been a great ride um we talk about the lookouts and 
and um, somebody said, uh, or somebody wrote, uh, oh, I know it was um, Ben, what's his name at MILB when we interviewed last mm -hmm. summer. Uh, somebody, he wrote a column about me and uh, he wrote, uh, the, the, he's been, he's announced in five decades, uh, not five decades solid, but in five decades for the lookouts. And actually I started look, uh, thinking about it. It's actually, it's six different decades. It's not five different, it's six. Wow. He forgot the teens in the 2000 part, I guess. I don't know. So <laughs> I went back and added it up and I went, yeah, let's see. It is six decades. So you know, I'm old and I know it and it's fine. I'm enjoying myself. Let's talk a little bit about the the things you've you've seen along the way and, and we'll just dive right into some some lookouts talk. Okay. Uh, you know, last season there was a tremendous amount of quality baseball players that spent some time in Chattanooga. And you know, when you look back on last season, of those guys, who's the first player that comes to mind for you that you got to see last season uh, that made an impression on you? Well, it, it, and it's weird because last season I had very little contact with the players, mm -hmm. um, very short contact with the staff because of the protocol. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting and, and watching guys that, that I, and I have done this for years players that you're never going to see in the big leagues. Mm. That's the first thing. If you're a minor league person, that's the first, and especially a broadcast, that's the first thing that, that goes into your brain. You're going, these guys, most of these guys will never make it to the big leagues. Some of them will barely get out of double a ball, mm. but that's okay. They're pursuing their, uh, their passion and their desire, um, you know, uh, so quite frankly, I, I, I had very little personal contact. Jeff and I have both had the good fortune of sitting down and talking with Chattanooga pitching coach Rob Wooten on several right. occasions. Rob is a former and, lookout. Yeah. And we, uh, we got to talk about some of the pitchers he had the good fortune of working with last year. So let's start there because a couple of those guys are really being hyped right now as potential members of uh, the 2022 right. Cincinnati Reds. So let's start with Mr. Hunter Green and his 100-mile-an-hour uh, fastball. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you saw out of Hunter during his time in Chattanooga. I, I took my breath away when he threw three straight over 100 miles an hour uh, that first start. I went, whoa, uh, this guy is the real deal. The biggest thing, and as close as I could get to Hunter, but the biggest thing in talking with uh, Ricky Gutierrez, his manager, and 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 uh, Rob, is that this kid is bent on doing one thing, and that's doing what he can to whatever hitter comes to the plate to get him out. And if it's 108 miles an hour, fine. But you can throw a 90-mile-an-hour changeup and make him swing through the, the dust. That's even even better. But this is a guy, thank goodness they didn't push him too fast. Mm -hmm. um, they found out when he went to the big leagues, he still needed seasoning. But then there's very few players over the decades that you can count that went straight from a low A or a double A, sometimes even triple A, who go to the big leagues and, and never come back. They're, they're, they're very rare, to be honest with you. They need major league seasoning. 
They need to play in the bigger stadium where there's 40,000 people. They need that pressure and learn how to handle it. There's very few of them that can do that right out of the chute. And I think, quite frankly, today's player is less likely to have an opportunity, not the opportunity, less likely to have a stick to it in this and has to come back for maybe a tune-up. You know, he's, he'll, if he keeps pitching, he'll be like Jay Ferguson Jenkins, another former lookout who's in the hall of fame because he's that good. Um, I don't, I didn't have, like I said, I don't know his personality. I think he's a, a quiet kind of kid. Ricky told me he's kind of quiet, but he's bent on doing one thing and that's succeeding at the game of baseball. Coming up, we'll have some more great discussion about some Cincinnati Reds prospects from uh, Voice of Chattanooga Lookout's Larry Ward's perspective. Uh, but before we get to that, I want to talk to you for just a minute about Built Bar. We've spent a lot of time talking about Built Bar here on the podcast, and it's not just because uh, we've got to put an ad in. We really believe in this product. Jeff and I both use this to help us meet our New Year's resolutions, which is to get into a little bit better shape. I have a stash of Built Bar in my locker at work. Uh, they help me get through those uh, urges to cheat on my new diet. And they're just really great protein-packed, healthy snacks to help you be successful in the goals that you've set for yourself. Uh, a Built Bar is only about 130 calories. They only have four grams of sugar, four net carbs if you're a, a keto person trying to watch how many carbs you take in, but 17 to 18 grams of protein uh, in each and every one. Uh, and to help you get started in your uh, new healthy journey, uh, Built Bar is going to give you a 15% discount over at Built.com simply by using the Locked15 promo code. That's right. You just type in Locked15 at your checkout and they're going to take 15% off your purchase. There's so many great flavors over there. My personal favorite is the Cherries Barcia. They come out with new stuff all the time. During the holidays, they had an eggnog flavor that I've still got a few left of that I'm trying to stretch out for as long as possible. They have that and so much more, uh, not only in the flavors of the Built Bars, but so many different products. I know Jeff's addicted to their puffs. Uh, he literally will drool on camera when he starts talking about those puffs. So head over to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, to save yourself 15% as you start your new healthy journey to a, a better lifestyle and a better you. All right, let's get back into our conversation with Larry Ward as we learn uh, lots about the, the many talented players that have headed through Chattanooga on their journey to Cincinnati. That's a good way to be. And, I mean, you kind of mentioned the guys that make that big jump and don't have to return. And the only guy I'm really thinking of is Luis Castillo kind of made that jump, but they can't all be Luis Castillo. <laughs> no, they can't. I'm telling you. I mean, that guy just, he just exudes success. Mm -hmm. That's the way he is, you know. Um, and we've had some of those over the course of the years that ended up playing. I mean, uh, I remember um, uh, Trevor Hoffman, when he first came along, Jim Tracy was our manager at the time, uh, late eight, uh, 89, 90, 90, maybe 1990, when he came along and originally uh, an infielder, played a little outfield even, originally an infielder. Um, and, and then they moved him to the bullpen or got him going in the bullpen. And I never understood this. Then after he got into the bullpen and showed what he could do, they traded him. <laughs> Why? 
<laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> I mean, no, you can't see 22 years down the road, but why? His arm was unbelievable. His presence on the mound, unbelievable. I mean, he just, you, you if you were a hitter trying to face him, I can't imagine what you thought you could do to get away with it, getting a hit because they came very, very rare. Um, and of course he goes on to San Diego and the rest is history. And, you know, um, we're kind of hoping, I think over the, uh, I think this year there was some discussion, maybe getting him to come uh, to Chattanooga for a Trevor Hoffman night type of thing or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So Steve mentioned Hunter green, the other guy that we're really looking forward to seeing. And I got the chance to watch him pitch one time up in Dayton is, uh, Nick Ladello. And he seems like he's got yes. a good command of the strike zone, at least what I've I've gotten to see in the right. minor leagues. And it seems like he's a very smart pitcher. Is that the impression that you got of him? Oh, he's intelligent beyond beyond what a pitcher should be or a player probably should be. He gets it. And, and quite frankly, watching the two of them when the season first started, my comment, not on the air, but my comment to myself and to a couple other people was, Ladello is going to have the quicker success than Hunter. Mm -hmm. They're both going to be successful. Let them do their thing. Keep them healthy. They need to work on being healthy. They need to work on being in shape, but let them do their thing and don't rock the boat and get rid of them. Right. Don't trade a Hunter green for three players that might help you win the pennant, but you just lost a pitcher who's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Mm. Don't do that. Don't you can't do that anymore. Uh, I, players, players want money to play. They should get money to play. I don't know that they need ten million dollars a year with a thirty-year contract to play, <laughs> but I don't understand that. I, you know. Play them, but take care of them. I think that's that's the key. And I think that's what the Reds, as they've evolved, have gotten better at, uh, quite frankly. And, you know, we had the Reds. I had them for 21 years, consecutive years. Then they left. We had the Dodgers for four, uh, four years. They left. Then we had the Twins. And um, the Twins, uh, uh, you know, we won two championships with the Twins. We won one championship with the Reds. And in between, we were has-beens or was going to be or almost worse. And um, uh, so, and a lot of players came and gone in all those times and many good players. But doggone it, settle this thing and get busy. Get busy working with, with, with guys that can show you and, and do the things that they can do and the best that they can do them in. To me, I, that comes from, I guess, 74 years of being on this planet uh, and a lot of wise advice from my father who uh, didn't understand why I was in radio to begin with or baseball <laughs> until, uh, and I'll get to that story a little bit later on if you want, but, uh, cause it's a great story. And if I can hold it together to tell it is even, even better. So, uh, it has to do with Joe DiMaggio and other Gosh, stuff. Yeah. So anyway, players, you know, just finishing up the thought then on green and Lodolo, right. uh, Having two quote unquote studs at the same time like that, uh, did you see any uh, or do you believe that having those guys coming up together right now, are they pushing each other or is there is there any uh, 
you know, friendly competition, you think, between those two guys to uh, to get to the big leagues and, and have success. Uh, it's just it's just rare to see two stud young starting pitchers come up together like that. Well, and I think that that adage, if you will, that's kind of gone by the wayside. That's kind of gone out the door. The, 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 the personalities now are I I'm Nick Lodolo and I want to get to the big leagues. Hunter Reed is a teammate or maybe will be a teammate, but I can't worry what he has to do to get there. I can only concentrate on what I need to do to get there. Are they pushing each other? I, I don't think so. I went when one has success and the other one has success, well, who are they pushing? They're pushing the Reds to get them up to the big league level and let them push the opposition around. That's what both of them will probably, uh, I think, are intended on doing. Why not? That's definitely what we're hoping for. We get a little bit more prospect talk coming up. But first, I want to tell you about betonline.ag. You know about sports. I know about sports. It's time to make some cash off that knowledge of sports and you can do that at betonline.ag it's the only online sports book that i trust and you should too you can start your profile today and start your bankroll off on the positive side of things with the promo code locked on you'll get a 50 percent welcome bonus just for typing that in and look at that your bankroll's on the up and up before you even place a bet and then you can jump in on all the great action for the championship weekend afc and nfc championships and oh look at that the Bengals are still in it oh yeah if you like that Bengals line currently a plus seven i'm not sure where it's at right now but i'm interested in that Jump all over that at betonline.ag. You can also check out lines on the NBA, college basketball, the NHL, UFC, boxing, and more. Plus, your Vegas casino games are all there at betonline.ag. Again, go there today. Set up your profile with the promo code locked on to get that 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag is where the game starts. All right, back to our conversation. With Larry Ward. And it's interesting because you mentioned this a moment ago, and I kind of want to follow up with you because you have an interesting perspective when it comes to teams trading away prospects. We as fans always talk about, you know, like, oh, well, you know, we we think of them as a list of prospects that the Reds can offer up to get a legitimate big leaguer or something like that. From your perspective, whenever a team trades a prospect, what do you think of that whole kind of scenario? Well, it it depends on how long I've seen the prospect. Mm -hmm. Uh, if, if a guy comes along and he's got a pedigree a mile long when he gets here, I think a team to give up on him or to trade him just for the want to or the maybe uh, two players that can help you win a pennant or you can put him in, in, into a situation, I, I think your loyalty to that player is in re, given in return. Mm-hmm. And and over the years, teams, not just the Reds, but teams in general, have taken a player and, oh, this guy's a hot prospect, blah, blah, blah. And about two-thirds way through the season or the trading time, they get rid of them. Okay? And then either, either that discourages him or he goes, wait a minute. The next time I face that organization, I'm going to – Put it in, kick their behind because they got rid of me. For what reason did you get rid of me? 
I want to be here and you want me to go there. Mm -hmm. So I, I think the, the, excuse me, the vendetta, I guess, uh, adage comes to mind. And, and I think players, players want to play. They want to be paid a decent salary, but they want to play. Mm -hmm. And if, and if you'll let them play, they will play for you and bring you a championship if you let them play. But if you keep jerking them around, and it doesn't matter which organization. I don't think the Reds do that as much as they used to. But if you keep jerking them around, sooner or later, they're going to go, you know, okay, I want $10 million a year for the next 30 years. Otherwise, you can just, you know, take, take it away and I'll uh, be a millionaire somewhere else. I mean, after a while, you just get discouraged of being bounced around. What? No, don't bounce them around. Take care of them. And if they're if they're legitimately not going to get past double A baseball, that player should know that. Mm. Now, I've seen that I've seen a player been told that before. And the next thing you know, he's playing in the big leagues. Maybe not necessarily for the Reds or for that team, but I've seen it in other organizations because he has more want to than you thought he had. Mm. He may not have the talent you would judge him to have. But he has the want to. It's in here. You either want it or you don't. And if you do, you're going to get there. Let's spin through just one or two more players sure. and then we'll get into some some Chattanooga things. But uh, another guy that came through Chattanooga that uh, now is in Cincinnati and looks to be in the conversation to be a, a starter is shortstop Jose Barrero. Uh, I believe it was Jose Garcia at the time. Right. Uh, name change has, has happened yeah. since then. But uh, if you want to talk to us for just a few minutes about uh, Jose and what you saw when, uh, when he was hitting in Chattanooga. He hitting, fielding, running, throwing. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, the guy could be an all-star. I think uh, there's another guy who's gone through some personal things, went through some personal things, even during the course of the year, who has the want to. Uh, but, you know, it's like any anybody else. You you got, you got, somebody's got to nudge the door open a little bit, then you can kick it open the rest of the way. And I think Jose, uh, from the best of my knowledge and in talking with Ricky, he's a very sound young man. He's, you know, he's had some tragedy in his life, in his young life, but he's bounced back. Uh, you know, what, what happened to him over the course of the summer was devastating. There is no doubt. And you could tell uh, by, by putting his name back to where he wanted it in honoring his mother, that, that this is a solid human being, a solid guy who wants to succeed and succeed for whatever organization he's going to be playing for. Yeah, I think he's absolutely the opening day shortstop and a guy that I absolutely want to see a whole lot more of. Yeah. And there's one other guy, and, and I'm, I'm very interested in him, and, and I, we only saw him for a brief moment at the end of the season in a Reds uniform, but I, I was excited the little bit that I did get to watch him. You got to watch him a lot more, and that's Dowry Moretta, the relief pitcher that he's got a very electric-looking fastball. Looks like he has a decent secondary pitch as well, but... I, I just want to understand a little bit more about him because I only got to watch him for, I think, about three or four games. And to say that you know anything about a player after only seeing him three or four games is kind of foolish. <laughs> I, you know, I, I think he's still, he's got some polishing to be done. Mm -hmm. 
the the biggest thing I think for a relief pitcher is to is to make sure you, you know all the scenarios about the guy the three guys you're going to face or the one guy you're going to face uh, to save a game, get out of the game, uh, continue the game with the lead. Um, but he's to me, there's still some maturity left to do, and he'll get it done. It may to happen in spring training this year if they ever get to spring training. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's another subject. But anyway, uh, the, the, the minor leaguers will get to spring training. We, we already know that. So, um, but, uh, so I think that that's pretty much it. I don't think there's anything, there isn't anything super mannish about him. Mm. There isn't anything Lois Lane about him either. He's, you know, he's going to be okay. Uh, I think he just needs some more experience. Well, that's going to wrap up today's edition of Locked on Reds. Coming up on the next podcast, we will continue our talk with Larry Ward, where he'll pull back the curtain on a couple of stories, including the lookouts being on the chopping block and Joe DiMaggio. Thanks for making Locked on Reds your first listen of the day. Now make Locked on Bets your second listen. Q and Lee Sterling give you the information you need to turn your sports knowledge into some cash at betonline.ag every single day. Locked on Bets, just like Locked on Reds, is free and available on all platforms. It might be the offseason, Jeff, and we might be locked out. But what are we? We are Locked on Reds every single day.